0: Is on the move we are a people that love God it's all about intimacy what I'm sharing today I'm sharing from the word today bringing you the word of God but the goal is for you to become more and more intimate with our wonderful Jesus hallelujah don't we just love him Just thank everybody for all the contributions today. God is on the move. Making us mature in Christ Jesus. Making us whole. Because as the song finished with, he's got plans for us. Whoa. Got plans for us. Hallelujah. I heard a song this morning and it went, um, what other king would leave his throne? What other king would leave his glory? Only one. Ha-ha. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just for us. And for all the world. God so loved the world that whosoever would believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life. So we praise God for our salvation, but we praise God for the whosoever's that we're going to bring in. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. You know I, I love to do Bible studies. I love to look at a Greek word or a Hebrew word and follow it through the Bible. I just love doing it. It's just I love it when Chris brings um, the word of God. He often he does that and I'm in, I'm in my element. I just love doing it. But do you know what, if it doesn't lead to A deeper relationship and a knowledge of God, it just puffs up. It just puffs up. So, everything that we want, that we hear, as I said, is to lead us into a greater love for our Jesus. And He wants to reveal more and more Himself to us and in us. And I want to just say that everybody in this room is special. You are a member of the body of Christ, and in particular, this body cannot function without you. That's, right, that's, right. that's how, how important you are, and I want to say that. Yes. Everybody is important right. in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. I better take my watch off and make sure it doesn't, the date doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that okay? Hallelujah. We've had a treat over the last few weeks, haven't we? Who do you think he is, Chris? Well, we think he's the Lord, don't we? King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. Amen. At the cross, my will becomes his. Thank you Simon, wherever you are. Thank you. Deborah, the cross brings life. Richard, this was a hard one I thought. No cross, no crown. And then last week, David, his many crowns. How many? Can't count them, there's that many. Yeah. Hallelujah to Jesus, yeah. his many crowns. Just turn with me to one scripture Galatians 3 1. It's the second part of the, of the scripture. Paul speaking to the Galatians, it was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Can I share a Greek word? Yeah. Yeah. The word portrayed is prographo. Paint before the eyes. To Paul, the, peop- the preaching of the cross was so important that he preached it in such a way that for the hearers, it was the next best thing to actually be in there. He painted the picture before the eyes of the hearers. That's why, impo- that's why it's so important that we preach the cross. I don't know about you, I I come to the cross every day. Because that's where I find grace and love and provision. And my love for him just grows and grows and grows. I've been a Christian now for 44 years. Yes, I was very, very little, came to the Lord. But do you know what? I've grown to love him and love him and love him and love him. And I'm just so glad I'm a Christian. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. Are you so glad you're a Christian? Yes. Yes. It's worth shouting about. Yes. It's worth proclaiming, isn't it? Yes. What a, Oh, what a salvation, this. Yes. That Christ lives yes. in us. Yes. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes. But, you know, I was, I, last Sunday, um, we listened to the um, the concert that was going on in Manchester. It may not be our kind of music, but I I like to keep in touch with what people are listening to, the younger generation they're listening to. I also can't be in conversation with you if I don't know what you're listening to. I like to listen to the lyrics. Um, it's It's just a way to communicate, for an older person to communicate with a younger person. So we listened to it, and what was coming over was that love is greater than hate. And it's true. Yeah, that's right. Hallelujah. Yeah. But I, you know what, I, 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 it led me to pray for all those people who, uh, who, who attended the concert, that they would know a true definition of love. Yes. Because we can only understand love when we look at the cross where he so loved us, that he gave. What other king would leave his his glory? Jesus, hallelujah to Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just turn with me now, Uh, 1 Corinthians one, yeah, that's where we go. I just wanna pick up one or two verses. Shout hallelujah when you get there. Hallelujah. That's it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Just looking at verse 17 again, towards the end of the end of the verse. But we're, I'll read the whole verse. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel not with words of eloquent wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. Verse 24. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. And chapter 2, verse 5. I'll read verse four, actually verse four. And my speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I'm going to state the obvious. God is all-powerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is Lord. He is the Lord this very minute, and he'll always be the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Whatever happen, is happening in the political arena, on the world stage, he is Lord. Yes. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Do you know what? I find it amazing that what Jesus did 2,000 years ago has Present day effect. Yes, that's right. I just find it amazing that somebody who um, has walked way away from God, has done everything wrong in life, when they hear the gospel of salvation and they receive it and ask Jesus to come into their lives, in an instant, They can come out of darkness into life. And joy fills their souls. Hallelujah. I find that amazing. I just find that absolutely amazing. Hallelujah, Jesus. And you know, it was for the joy that was set before Jesus that he endured the cross. Do you know what? Joy is such um, an important commodity as far as heaven's concerned that Jesus was willing to leave his glory in order to endure the cross for the joy set before him. We are the joy of the Lord. That's why he he sings over us, you know? He sings over us. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah. Because he's crowned with many crowns. A few few weeks ago, um, we'd left the the building and um, I put my telephone off silent. Always put it on silent before the meeting. Hint, hint. and we're walking down the road there, and my, my, I got a text. I said, I'm just going to read this text. And it was from a, a former pupil. And she texted me, and she said, Stefan, she says, I want you to be the first to know I've just given my life to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I wanted to do that famous Richard Jones dance. You know, when he... He just passed his test and he did this little dance. And I couldn't, I couldn't remember the steps. <laughs> I think, actually, he ought to teach us the steps and it could be the living rock official dance. <laughs> but I, I wanted to, I'll want, I tell you what, I wanted to rejoice. But, you know, heaven was very loud. You know the, the, the story, the parable Jesus told about the, the woman with 10 coins, and she loses a coin, but she did everything she could. She looked in every nook and cranny until she found the coin. And then she brought all her neighbours in, and they all had a party. Hallelujah. And the word says, there is such great joy in heaven amongst the angels when one sinner repents. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I've just, I just got this. Uh, do you ever use your godly imagination? Yeah. I've just got this picture of um, someone coming to know the Lord and Gabriel shouting, get the harps out, get the cymbals out, the drums and the keyboards. <laughs> and let's have a party. Hallelujah. That's how much joy there is in heaven when one person repents. Hallelujah, Lord. And do you know what? I think we need to train our emotions. Now, it's not good that we become emotional so we we lose control, but it's good for us to have emotions. Do you know that Jesus... Loved righteousness and he hated wickedness. Yes. So there's, there's, there's emotion, there's, there's expression there. We, we read that Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I think we need to train our emotions. Yeah. When, we hear, when we hear good news, a good testimony, Hallelujah, Jesus! Yeah. Hallelujah! Let's give praise to God. Yeah. But on the other hand... Um, the other, uh, a few weeks ago now, Dinah and I were about to go out and I, I quickly put on the, to read the news, the teletext. And there was something there, it was a government proposal that uh, they were gonna teach certain things to, to infants. And do you know what? I got angry, I got angry. And I said, I said to know we're not going out tonight. We're praying in the name of Jesus because every stronghold has to come down. Yes. Right. Hallelujah. And I said, I said, we said, this is not going to happen on our watch. Do you know this is our watch? Yeah. We were born for such a time as this. Right. We'll never live again. We'll never have this time again. This is our watch. Yes. That's right. Hallelujah. That's and so... We prayed, but you know what? I prayed with emotion. I was was moved from the inside. And it's good to be moved from the inside to feel as God feels, to feel joy, to feel love, but to have a a righteous anger against those things that rise up against the knowledge of God. Brothers and sisters, we can bring those things down Hallelujah. Do you know who's in you? Christ in you, the hope of glory. He has a treasure in earthen vessels. And it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So how do we how do we share with people? Do you know what I used to? Whenever, in years gone by, when evangelism was mentioned, we're going to do without evangelism. I used to think, oh no, oh no. I used to have this picture. This is a bit. I'm, 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 this is my confession. I used to have a picture of a Christian uh, holding a lot of tracts. He sees. He sees this, He sees somebody come up towards him, and he thinks, right. Right, I'm going to make sure this person gets the tract. Right. The non Christian sees the Christian coming. And he thinks, Where's he? is he going to move to the left or to the right? And the Christian's thinking, is he moving to the right or to the left? And it was like a Christian mugging. <laughs> uh, and I had this picture, I had this. I know you, I know you lot are a lot more spiritual than I. Or uh, Christians standing in a circle, uh, singing choruses, with their heads slightly down, making sure nobody else would recognize them. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Sorry, Lord. But you know what? Some years ago, David uh, preached a word to us about who is in your square meter during the day. Oh, it was so helpful. Do you remember that? Yes. A lot of of us are so busy in life. You might get up in the morning, sort the kids out, off to work, hard day at work, come back, have a meal, take the kids here and there, bring the kids back, um, put the television on. When are you going to get, when am I going to get all this time for evangelism? Do you know what? It's in our... It's who comes into our square meter, yeah? Who I work with, who I see during the day, be ready to give an account of the hope that is in you. I want to tell you a funny story in a minute. It's a true story. have got orange in there. It's better than the water. Uh. Some, some weeks ago, a certain supermarket had a, a sale of um, salmon. The we like salmon. Don't be sweet, Tom. love salmon. If, if you ever invite us around, salmon, you yeah, know, if you're <laughs> right. so, And um, so Diane and I went to, went to this supermarket. And um, the, the fishmonger guy said, Oh no, it's all gone." it's all gone. I thought, okay. Okay? And uh, I said to Dan, I'll, I'll nip it again during the week because I think it's on for the whole week. So I went into, went into this um, supermarket and um, said to the guy, Have you got any salmon? He said, Oh no, it all went by nine o'clock. I thought, Oh, goodness gracious me. Then I thought to myself, Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm trying not to mention the supermarket's name. we got that here. So um, my next my next lesson on my driving instructor was in, an, in, in another town and I thought well, oh, they've, got, they've got another store in that town um, I'll, I'll nip in there I haven't got much time but the chances of them having any something left is my thought no I'll just nip in and have a look so I went into the store, it was teeming with people loads of people everywhere and because I thought um, There'd be no salmon left. I didn't pick a basket up. Bit silly that. Anyway, I went to the counter and uh, the fisherman was busy there, it's got a lot to do, and I and I looked, and and there was there was three whole salmon left. Right. Each customer was allowed to this is going somewhere, by the way. Um <laughs> So I picked up two salmon, because there was three salmon there. I picked these two up. I thought, well, oh, thank you, Jesus. Um, and, I, and, and the fishmonger says, what, what are you doing? I says, I'm, I'm buying these two salmon. He says, don't uh, need filleting. I says, so I'll ring my wife up, see if she can do, do them. And he said, if she's not used to doing them, she'll make a mess of it. So I said, he was obviously under a lot of pressure. He was having a bad day. And I said... And I said, well, um, can you do them? He says, I'm busy. <laughs> he says, I, I says okay, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Can I just put them down somewhere? Then he totally ignored me and carried on with what he's doing. Now, I had a revelation that day that fish are slippery. <laughs> because I got these two fish... These two fish were in uh, a loose, these loose-sleeved packets, and as I was holding these two fish, right, they decided to go on the move, <laughs> right. And I shouted to this guy. I said, "I said, excuse me," he said, "these fish are slipping away from me." <laughs> and he's, he's like this. He's he's, he's he's doing all this business. He's, and he's doing that, and he says, they'll do that. <laughs> anyway, I thought, oh, goodness mate, what am I gonna do? And uh, they're heading further for the floor. <laughs> and this guy's just carrying on, he's carrying on with his filletin. I said, excuse me, I said. I says, they'll end up on the floor in a minute. And he said, they'll do that. <laughs> so unhelpful, but by this time, my hands were getting fish skin all over them. And so is was my jacket and the head, these two feet, I think they were alive. They were heading, they were heading for the floor. So I thought, I've got to get these fish off. And uh, so it went like that, I got them up like that. I, says, I said to this guy, I said, they're slipping. I says, I says, I need some help. They're slipping away. And, he, and guess what he said, they'll do, do that. <laughs> So I then managed to get these two salmon on top of the plastic counter. Oh, thank goodness for that. Oh. but guess what was happening? They started to slip toward, do you know they, they, where they have all the fish on display? They started to slip toward the, these, these fish. So I shouted to this guy, I said, excuse me, excuse me, I said, these fish <laughs> are sliding into your fish display and he said yes he did I couldn't believe it I thought if somebody is recording this on their phone I'll be on Facebook or YouTube tonight I couldn't believe it was happening anyway eventually eventually he came and helped me out and put, put, put the fish on the counter I thought oh, thank, you, thank you thank you Jesus for that um, once he'd done it, he gave me the fish. He looked at me and said, Sorry. I said, I could see you having a bad day. <laughs> now, you know what? I, was, I got to thinking, we, could be, we can be so absorbed in what we're doing my job, my career, my family, yeah. my car that we, we totally become unaware of what's happening around us and people are slipping away into an unknown eternity yeah so my appeal is to you look again to see who is in your square meter during the day Yeah. start to pray for them when I get up in the morning I say Lord I want to enrich somebody's life today that's what I want to do the, our the people out there are not objects our our projects, are they? No. Because it's the love of God that controls us, isn't it? It's the love yeah. of God that can, controls us. Hallelujah. Yeah. but to say to the Lord, Lord, whose life can I enrich today? Hallelujah, make a difference. Amen. Hallelujah, who is in you? Whoa! Hallelujah. Who's in you Tim? Christ Christ in you. The hope of glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. How are we doing on time? We're okay, are we? Okay, you'll you'll know when they want me to finish. I'll have an elder on the side, they'll be just (laughs) taking me away. But do you know what? Um, we really do recognize that it's not a theology that Christ is in us. No. Do you know what? It's a reality. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's an absolute reality that Christ is in us. Yes. Whoa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I had this young lady and um, a pupil, she, she lived out in the sticks and she used to have um, an hour and a half lesson and I, I went to pick her up and she came out of a house and she was in agony, she was moving really, really slowly. She got into the car, she gave me the money, she says I'm going to pay you now, she says I think you might be driving me back. I said, "Well, what's wrong?" She says, "I get um, chronic back pain." She says, "I've, I've, I've, had, I've had loads of drugs. They worked for a while, and then they stopped working." She said, "Then I had started to have injections into my, into, into my spine, and again, she said, for a while, she said it gave relief, but she says now, she says it comes and it lasts." And she said, she says, I'm just no good for nothing. And I said to her, How about, how about us talking to God? How about us praying? And she, and she said, Oh, go on then. So I, I asked God to bring healing to her and blessing. We went through the, through the lesson, it all went pretty good. She didn't say a word. Weeks passed. She took a test, came back to her home, and she said to me, "Uh, Stephanie, she said, "Um, I I, I want want to tell you something. I said, yeah. She said, "Um, you know when you prayed for me? I said, yeah. She She said, well, the pain went immediately. It just went. She says, but she says, it always comes back. So she said, I've been waiting for it to come back. She says, it's not come back. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give praise to him, let's boast in the Lord. Hallelujah. And she said, you know what she said? I didn't believe in God, but now I believe in God. She says, my mother mother does too. (laughs) Now, I may not have closed the deal But it doesn't really matter. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. I remember before I came to know the Lord, I'm still on salvation, I don't know if I'm going to get to the rest. Um, Hallelujah. Are you enjoying it? A few years before I came to know the Lord, I worked in a... um, An engineering company, I was an estimator. (coughs) And um, this guy, I just saw him occasionally. It was quite a very big company. He came into the office and gave me a a customer's request for an estimate. And he said to me, "Um, uh, this is my last day. And I said to him, oh, I said, "What, what are you gonna do? He says, I'm gonna be a missionary. So I said, a missionary says, Jesus, I'm going to tell people about Jesus. And I thought, what a sort silly of thing to do? I thought, what do I hear about Jesus? They can pick up those Bibles. So I smiled at him. And um, he looked at me and I shook, shook hands with him. And he, he went away. And then um, something happened in me. Totally unaccountable. I wanted to weep and cry uncontrollably, not like me at all. And I quickly got out of the office. I thought, where can I go that's quiet? And I went to the corner, corner of the building and I cried and cried and cried and cried. And, you know, looking back, I realized what was happening, Christ in him, something of Jesus Christ in him was bringing to life in me that which the Bible calls Eternity, yeah. God has placed eternity yes. into the hearts of all men. Yeah. Something was happening. And um, do you want to hear another story? I had a I had a lady who got into the car, and of oh, course she, she could swear. <laughs> I'm convinced she was the queen swears. <laughs> I mean, I, I've worked in factories. I've heard it all. But she was the queen of swearers. And after the lesson, she left the car. I thought, oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's open the windows and clear the air. <laughs> oh, dear me. Anyway, I, I said to the Lord, what, I mean, what am I going to do about this, Lord? Do I say, well, I'm a Christian. You know, I don't like swearing. And... Um, and I thought, well, Lord, you, you didn't go around telling everybody to watch their P's and Q's. But, and then I thought about, again, who lives in me? Who lives in us? That I had a, I've always got pupils, because I'm, I'm a drum instructor. There was a, uh, a pupil was telling me that uh, a friend had invited her to mum's stop. And... Um, so she just came along with a friend and she met Deborah. But she couldn't stop talking about Deborah. There was something about Deborah that intrigued her. Sarah Jones, uh, it was Brenda, wasn't it, talking about Sarah Jones the other week, about when Sarah walked into a hospital room, someone said, who's that? Is it royalty? Well, actually, it is. And there was a guy... Uh, the Lord brought to mind a guy called Charles Finney who was an American evangelist man of God and he actually walked into I think it was a mill and in those days and because of the presence of God in him the whole mill stopped and gave their lives to Jesus and I thought do you know what Jesus you're in me I'm gonna trust your presence in me. I'm gonna fill the atmosphere of my car with thanksgiving and praise. Charge the atmosphere with praise. Anyway, the next lesson. She's still swearing, not so bad. She doesn't know I'm a Christian. A week later, not so bad. A week later, it's, it's not that, no swearing. Hallelujah. And she said to me. She said to me, hallelujah, John. <laughs> she said to me, she said to me, a funny thing happened to me on Sunday. She said, I said, what was that? She says, I woke up Sunday morning, I like prodded my partner and said, we're going to church. She says, this not never happened before. <laughs> Christ in you. Yes. The hope of glory. Yes. I want to tell you this, Christ is in you. By the Holy Spirit, and He wants out. Whoa! Christ is in you, and He wants out. We can make a difference, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Young people, you can make a difference. We want you to go much further than any of us. It says in Psalm 146 that each generation will declare the works of the Lord. But you know what, us older ones, let's get on with it. We've got the baton at the moment. The youngsters are chasing us, but we're, we're running hard, aren't we? Yes. They've got to run to get this baton. But we've got a job to do and it's mission possible because Christ in you, the hope of glory. Where are we going? I'm not going to get to all this, done, am I? Dinah said to me, she said, um, she said, how long is it going to take? I said, well, I've got six sheets. I said. I said the first sheets take one hour ten minutes. <laughs> so I said, I hope to be. I says, don't worry, SS, We'll all be out before it gets dark. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But you know what? When we pray for people, yeah, be bold. When we pray for people, we're bringing the kingdom in. Yeah. We're giving God chance to work. Yeah? So be a bit more bold. Yes? Because God will honor his word. He will confirm his word with signs following. It doesn't confirm you. You're just the messenger boy. It doesn't confirm me. We boast in the Lord. Don't we? Hallelujah. We boast in Jesus so we can come here and give testimony to the goodness and kindness of God. Amen. Anybody falling asleep yet? I don't, know, I don't want to do a poll on you. It was it Eutychus that fell asleep? and the yeah. We won't, we won't go that way. I mean, I still chaos, we just carry on. Right. Thank you, Jesus. I think. I'll, let's go to Isaiah 53. God's already started. God, God's uh, moved on this before. He's, he's um, brought this to mind during the meeting to Andrew. See if I can cover this in five minutes. You know, Isaiah fifty-three, or Isaiah, was written seven hundred years before Christ. That's amazing. Seven hundred years before Christ, and yet Peter tells us that those who wrote the scriptures were moved along, were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Is that me? Or is that the Lord saying amen? Okay. Who has believed what he has heard? We believe. Yeah. And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by man, by men, a man of pains, the Hebrew word there is makol pains, and acquainted with sickness, the word there is cholai, and as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our sicknesses. Somebody shout Amen and carried our pains, yet we we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought his peace, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we've turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, and for his generation who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. And made a grave, made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death. Although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth, yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has made him to be sick. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied by his knowledge of the righteous one, my servant. Righteous. And he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the many, with the great. And he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death. He was numbered with the transgressors, yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Some some of you may realize that some years ago I had a real health challenge. And I used to read this scripture over and over again. Donnie used to read these scriptures to me in the early hours of the morning. And I used to... Um, look at my symptoms and then look at Jesus on the cross and I used to imagine my symptoms on on his body surely as he's taken our sins away in the same way he's taken our sicknesses hallelujah Lord hallelujah Lord Thank you, Jesus. I had a lot more to say about this, but I'm I'm rushing up now. But I just want to also say that if your healing comes through the doctors and nurses, it's not um, a second-class healing. I just want to say that. We spoke to somebody, and they, uh, they, they were in need of healing and this person said I'm a very practical person I know I'm going to need an operation and we said if that's where your faith is that's where we stand and we will use our faith to trust that the surgeon operates on you accurately and well and then you can fulfill the purpose of God in your life hallelujah so I just want to say that that God can heal us miraculously and does but also we're not to rule out those of the medical profession that are also doing the same thing as God's doing, making people well hallelujah hallelujah, what we got now peace Isaiah 3 sorry, Isaiah 53 stay where you are Verse 5, upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. We've been, we've been praying for a number of people recently who are troubled in mind or are worried or are anxious. There is a provision on the cross, the power of the cross to bring us into a place of peace. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, when we realize what Jesus has done for us on the cross, we become reconciled to God and we are at peace with God. Oh, oh, to have a clean conscience and to have peace with God. Isn't it wonderful? But the enemy would want to rob us of our inheritance, cause us to, to worry. And get anxious. You know, I think, I don't know if Richard referred to this earlier. Um, I think he did when Richard referred to Philippians 4 um, about casting all our bones upon him, for he cares for us. I think it's that one there. And giving, it, giving him all your anxieties. And the peace of God will fill your heart. The Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. No matter whatever's going on around you, the Lord is your peace. Hallelujah. The Lord is your peace. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And he's gone to a lot of trouble to get you peace. That's the power of the cross, is to bring you peace. Amen. So I've got five minutes. Okay. just want to just very, very quickly, um, State of the nation. Hallelujah. Just want to talk for, for the last five minutes on um, the Wesleys. Charles Wesley, John Wesley. French historian said this, Hallevi said this, that because of the preaching of hope and of love through the Wesleys, that the British Isles avoided. Revolution. There was much revolution going on in throughout Europe, but something wonderful was happening in the UK. The Wesleys were preaching good news and the power of the cross, and it was giving hope to the people. When they were preaching, most dwellings had no running water. Corporal punishment was public and in the stocks. Promiscuity and public drunkenness were common. For the average man, there was no variety, no vacation. And there were many, many challenges. But in that atmosphere, they preached the good news. Hallelujah. And brought hope to the poor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are salt in society and we can make a difference because of the power of the cross. We have got the message of hope and of love in our hearts and in our minds. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I was going to say something about restoration, but time is running out. But just in summary, to say... We've got a word. We've got a message. And Christ is in us. Yes. Hallelujah. So when you get up in the morning, hallelujah, say, Lord, whose life can I enrich today? Yeah? Yes. Hallelujah. And just let God bring people to you. Try and encourage people. You know what, encouragement these days is, is vital. People are always bringing, bringing one another down, aren't they? <laughs> bringing up mock and, oh goodness me, let's bring the best out of people. Let's encourage people. Let them see Jesus in us as we bring encouragement. And that will give, them, give us an avenue into, the, into their lives so we can demonstrate the love of God to them. Amen. Amen. It's still, oh, it's still today. We're all right. Okay. So I think I'm done there because I've run out of time. So God bless you. Have a great, have a great week. And remember who is in you. Thanks for joining us today. There's so much going on at Living Rock Church and we'd love for you to be involved. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching. Visit www.livingrock.church or search for us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.